Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to The Realist Uncensored, where we're bringing you real fucking issues with real fucking opinions. I'm Checkers, and over here is MJ. What's going on, guys? Today is going to be The Realist Weekly News Wrap-Up. We do have two formats on this show. The first, The Realist Weekly News Wrap-Up, where we're bringing you uh, current events or articles that we think you people need to hear. And what's the second show? The second show is The Realist Unwrap. And what do we do in that show? We talk. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So what we do is we dive into certain issues that we think people need to know more about or hear more about. Right. That's not being pushed out there. Yeah. So um, how how have you been this week? Oh, pretty good. You know, getting that 75 hard in as as much as I can because I'm injured, but yeah, I, 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 I am as well. You know, even on the weekend, we had those really cold days. Oh yeah. I was bundled up yep. walking out there and sweating uh, underneath all that bundled up, all those bundled up clothes. It was all for nothing for me. <laughs> Why? Cause on Sunday I for- forgot to drink half a bottle of water. Oh, <laughs> fucking out of start all over again. I'm only on like day four now. Hey, at least you started again, though. Yeah, no, but it fucking pissed me off. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I understand what the program's about now because mentally I I was prepared for this happening, apparently, because I got right back out there. Right, right. The old me would have been like, no, oh, let's sit on the couch, <laughs> eat some cookies, be I a get, fat fuck. Yep. Yeah, I'll start it next week. <clears throat> I, I, I'm going to start on a Sunday. I can't start in the middle of the week. <laughs> yeah, I know, but fucking yeah, being 21 days in on that and half a bottle of water is what fucked it up. Yeah, just use that as motivation now. Yeah, I'm going to drink nine bottles of water now. <laughs> so before we actually get into this, uh, on the way over here, I stopped at the store, and while I was waiting in line, I saw a sweatshirt, and I just wanted to go up to the guy and punch him in the face. Well, I'm glad you didn't. Not me too. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> we had a show to do so. <laughs> His shirt said, Woke University. I was like, are you fucking ki-? Now you're actually advertising and advocating for it. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I didn't even know. I didn't even know people were coming out with shirts like that. Me neither. No. Now, now it's just be, it's proud to be woke. <laughs> well, talking about people being woke, you know. Biden wants to go that way, but uh, a majority, 56% of likely voters say Joe Biden should not seek re-election in 2024. Oh, yeah. He shouldn't. No. He's fucking 80 years old. Go go fucking rot away somewhere. And 48% say Vice President Kamala Harris shouldn't be his running mate if he decides to run. No, but you know what's funny? I don't know. You're going to tell me? Yeah. When, okay. when Biden was vice president, he didn't do shit. And she's doing the same exact fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, she she's she's doing nothing. And she she dresses everybody like um they're kindergartners. Oh, really? Yeah, you haven't, you haven't seen that latest video of her explaining stuff? No, there's so few that I don't even get to see any of them. <laughs> oh, the, the, it, I don't know, man. <laughs> that that's who that's the the two in charge of this country and that's why um we we pretty much look like a joke to everybody right now and everybody's laughing at us and 
know, we used to be this great superpower and, um, yeah. with everything they're doing, they're making us look weaker and weaker and weaker. Absolutely. Actually, we got a lot of articles that, uh, today that describe that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Today's probably going to be a little bit of a lengthy show. So we should probably get into that and stop, uh, squawking like two old hens over here. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my first article is from Fox News. Connecticut armed robbers shoot store owner who pulls out legal firearm and kills suspect. A Connecticut clothing store fatally shot a suspect. A brief struggle took place between the store clerk and one of the suspects who pulled out a firearm, the East Hartford Police Department reported. Police identified the store employee as a clerk through NBC Connecticut reported it was the store owner who was on the premises working late that night. You know, I know this article will not make it to the mainstream media, but it needs to be put out there for all of us to see and hear because they're trying to restrict us with, with our Second Amendment, even though right here in front of us, we see that somebody that has a legal firearm can actually use it in a positive way. Well, does it go on in the story to say where these these um, people fleeing the store at the point at this point? No, one of, he shot one of them, and then the other one got away. And oh. I haven't I haven't heard anything about them catching the other guy yet. Oh, okay. Because usually but, usually the the big defense is, oh, they were running away. Why'd you shoot him in the back? Because <laughs> he pulled a gun on you. I what? know the fuck. It's articles like this that we that are proof one. That we need guns. Um, two, they don't need any more reform. And three, using this to as a to light a fire under our asses to fight against the government trying to take our right away to bear arms. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it goes on to say, two men wearing black ski masks enter the clothing store, humble and paid company, just after ten thirty p.m. on Thursday, with the intention of robbing the store. The police said in a press release. The store owner was subsequently shot in the back by one of the suspects, but managed to return fire with two of his legally owned firearms. So hold on. The guy was shot by these guys? He was shot by them, then turned around with two re of his. Well, return fire. Re return fire, right. Okay. With two of his, which I just. I, I don't see I'd the love problem. to fucking see that. It's fucking well, guys. I, just like. Bah, bah, bah. Well, I, I, I don't see the problem. He was shot. Yeah. And he's, he's firing back. No, I mean, this, this article is. For me, there's, I, it looks to me, they're, they're saying without saying that, you know, legal guns are a good thing for people to have. Yeah. It goes on to say the store owner was able to strike one of the suspects multiple times while the, uh, the other suspect reportedly fled during the first struggle during the incident, according to police. And this is, this is exactly the type of men that we need protecting our communities and themselves. Yeah, where where's it? Where's this guy in Connecticut? East Hartford. Yeah, which I've I've been through East Hartford, and uh, it's a it's actually a pretty nice area. Yeah, so it's not like it's a crime ridden area. You know, they're down in the hood or whatever. But no, and that that's the thing with the the, the agenda and everything that they're you know these corrupt politicians and super elites are trying to push. We're, we're getting more and more into a lawless 
society if we're not there already. Right, right. And, you know, this is, this is exactly why we need everybody to have guns. Yeah. Everybody that should have guns. Now, let, me, let me rephrase that. Because um, in my opinion, if it was known that all these stores carried some sort of a weapon, these robberies wouldn't happen. Well, if people just in general knew that, like, everybody was carrying, a lot of these problems wouldn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, they really, that, that's now, exactly true. Because now all these these governments are making certain U.S. citizens um, weak because, you know, they, they, don't, they don't have the right to have these firearms and they're trying to limit them. So, you know, right. the criminals, they don't give a fuck. They'll go in and get whatever they want from whoever they want and then... Just go like this, try to rob a store, break into a house, and have no care because they know, okay, the regular average citizen doesn't have anything because they follow the law. Right. And I think there needs to be legislation put through that all of these stores are, are um, available to carry something under the, under the counter or whatever. You know, we can't let them take our freedoms away because we will be under their thumb and under their control. We'll be told what to say, what, what, what we can think and buy, and basically lose our power as being Americans. Well, it's, it's already going that way. We're, we are slowly, as Americans, losing our uh, freedom every single fucking day. Yep. And if you don't see that, then... Open your fucking eyes. <laughs> well, not only open your eyes, but we can jump into my next article, which um, fucking kind of explains how we're just being demoralized as Americans and you know everything is just going in the wrong direction because I don't know if you've been uh, sleeping under a rock or something but we had a Chinese spy balloon fly over this country what oh you didn't know oh oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) so 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 this little section of the show is gonna be a little lengthy but you know we I was able to get it from the beginning and pretty much follow it up right up to the end I mean I know there's still articles dropping probably today but um you know did 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 the best I could you know we, we do we do have a few that are gonna be talking about this so we'll dive into the first one so we all, all heard about the Chinese spy balloon that was flying over the U.S. So, like I said, I decided to pull a few articles. The first one is from February 3rd. Expert, Chinese balloon could be a dry run to deliver nuclear EMP device. Ooh. A lot of people think the EMPs are conspiracies theories. Oh, well, you want to know something? Everything that's happening in the world right now was originally a conspiracy. Exactly. And now look at us. So the high altitude Chinese surveillance balloon that was traveling across the U.S. could be a dry run to deliver a nuclear device that would wipe out America's power grid, according to leading expert of electromagnetic pulse EMP devices. Okay. I've, I, this is a little off the article. I know we're just getting into it, but a lot of people are saying that if you got um, one of these nuclear devices over the center of our country, the the power of the explosion would black out the whole country. I I can I can definitely see that just just from how weak our power grids actually are. But this needs to be a wake up call to people. Yeah. So China's recent 
balloon flyover of the United States is clearly a provocated and aggressive act. Retired Air Force Major David Stuckenberg, who once led the Defense Department's EMP task force, told the Washington Examiner, it was most likely a type of dry run meant to send strategic a strategic message to the USA. We must not take this for granted. Like this guy. (laughs) Stuckenberg, founder of the chairman of the American Leadership and Policy Foundation, wrote in a 2015 paper that high-altitude balloons would be the easiest to resource, equip, and launch a nuclear device in the atmosphere that would act as an EMP and dismantle the U.S. power grid. Specifically, an EMP is a brief burst of electromagnetic energy causing interference that can distribute, uh, disrupt communications, fry electronics, and at higher outputs, even damage such things as planes and buildings. Using a balloon as a weapon of mass destruction or weapon of mass effect platform could provide adversaries with a pallet of altitudes and payload options with which to maximize offensive effects against the U.S., Stuckenberg said. The paper referenced Andrew uh, Berard, a competition balloon pilot and owner of Cameron Balloons USA, a global balloon manufacturer who said it's feasible for an individual to design, build, launch a balloon to reach altitudes of 35,000 to 200,000 feet, carrying a payload of several hundred pounds. Jesus. 200,000 feet. Yeah, that's... That's fucking up there. Yeah. However, an unwillingness to explore novel and less technical approaches to WMDWME, which is weapons of mass destruction or weapons of mass effect delivery and or a refusal to cast off Cold War dispositions concerning strategic threats could similar be similar to Pearl Harbor, allow an enemy to inflict deep trauma, Stuckenberg wrote. Well, you know, something like that. It's sad to say, but something like that is uh, probably when, when the Americans are going to realize that, uh, oh, this, this isn't a joke. <laughs> Now with that fucking pussy that's up, up there in fucking in in power, you know that like I I read or I saw I saw a uh, video where they were like that thing should have been shot down over some set of islands that's not even close to the, our, the, our the Illusion Islands the Illusion are, Islands yeah. yeah that's what, exactly what should have happened yeah. oh fucking well you guess what if you supposedly lost your balloon which obviously they didn't. And it went into our space, our airspace. We should have shot it down like over there, over the ocean on that side of the fucking country. Not let them, you know, have free reign over the fucking skies of the United States. If they, if we did that to China, then they'd probably fucking be starting war just from the balloon going over. Never mind shooting it down. Well, in the case of an EMP, the consequences of failure to anticipate all delivery modes within the reach of of an imaginative enemy could be immediate and widespread kind of makes you think what was the balloon really doing flying over important areas and sensitive areas in this country. Right. So that's going to lead into my next article, which came out on February 4th. 
Just just a just a developing story. <laughs> Chinese Communist government releases statement claims balloon flying over the US was entirely an accident. Yeah, okay. It was. Uh, I'm sure. Of course. On Friday, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken canceled his scheduled trip to Beijing this weekend in response to China sending a large surveillance balloon over the northwest United States this week. According to the U.S. official, Blinken and Joe Biden agreed it was best to cancel the trip for the time being. Blinken's cancellation comes after President Trump called on the Biden administration to shoot down the balloon. Joe Biden has instead decided to let the balloon continue spying on the U.S. Fucking dickhead. In a statement late on Friday, a spokesperson of the Chinese Ministry of Foreign Affairs issued a statement following the postponement of Blinken's visit to China. The spokesperson claimed that the suspected spy balloon was a civilian meteorological vessel used for scientific research that deviated from the scheduled route. The spokesperson then added that the accident, it was an accident, and blamed it on American politicians and the media for trying to demonize China. (laughs) They fucking demonize themselves. Hey, so we we put a balloon up and it just just blew over here. Well, if it's not such a big deal, then... So basically, it was just a weather balloon that flew off course. They didn't notice until it was halfway across the, the United States. Like, get the fuck out of here. No, I, I did see something that they said that they, they knew when it came over. They knew that over the Illusion Islands that, that, that it was coming our way, and they were, like, on the trajectory it was at. It was going to fly over us. Um, but they were trying to keep it under wraps, but too many people had reported on it, you know, with with their TikToks and and whatever. Yeah. So on that same day, the United States, you know, they're, they're basically people, people saw it. And, you know, people are now asking, you know, why, why, why wasn't it getting shot down? So on February, February 4th, the United States finally shoots down Chinese spy balloon. (laughs) Over the Atlantic. Hold on. I'm getting the fucking article. You're jumping ahead. The U the U.S. military has shot down uh, the suspected Chinese spy balloon that has been in the sky above the continental United States for a fucking week. I bet you they got a lot of good pictures. A fucking week, dude. That's fucked. Okay. The suspected Chinese surveillance balloon was shot down Saturday morning while over the Atlantic Ocean. Okay, there you go. Off the <laughs> Carolina coast. Did you, did you know it was off the Carolina coast? Yes, North Carolina, actually. Oh, you did know that? Yes. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't know you knew that. No, it's just that that really fucking pisses me off that they allowed this to fucking fly over the over the the United States, even if it was an accident. Who the fuck cares? Shut it down. Shoot it down. Well, this afternoon, Saturday afternoon to be exact, because it's not today, at the direction of pre- the president. I don't give a fuck about America or America, the American people's safety. U.S. fighter aircraft assigned to, to U.S. Northern Command successfully brought down the high-altitude surveillance balloon launched by and belonging to the People's Republic of China over the water off the coast of South Carolina in U.S. airspace. Secretary of Defense 
Lloyd J. Austin III said in a statement. The third. The third. (laughs) Biden told reporters on Saturday that he ordered the Pentagon to shoot down the spy balloon on Wednesday. Bullshit. Then they would have fucking done it. Bullshit. That's all they do is fucking lie. I can't stand them. When reporters asked Biden earlier on Saturday about the balloon, he told them, we're going to take care of it. Yeah, we're going to take care of it after. We can't We can't interrupt my friend's balloon flying. I mean, China's balloon flying over the United States. We have to wait till it passes over and into the Atlantic Ocean. The balloon was reportedly flying about 60,000 feet above the ground and was estimated to be the size of roughly three football, uh, three school buses. Sorry, football season. (laughs) (laughs) Three school buses. An operation is now underway to recover the debris from this object. That's a big fucking balloon. That's great that they're going to recover the the debris and see what China was possibly really doing with the balloon. But oh, wait. On the same day, February 4th, this article is released. (laughs) Oh, good grief. U.S. military fears China may reach balloon wreckage before they can get there. Proper salvage vessel won't be there for days. Why the fuck not? Dude, what the fuck? Dude, they're, they are on the other side of the fucking world. They, they really are. They have to come all the way across unless. Hold on. Unless. China's already over here waiting for the balloon. Maybe. You, you just can't make this shit up. After allowing a Chinese spy balloon to float across Alaska and the continental United States for the last 10 days... The U.S. military finally shot down the balloon after its work was accomplished. Now, the U.S. military is concerned they may not reach the balloon wreckage before China can. The balloon was shot down six miles, six miles (laughs) off the coast of Carolina. There's some ultra swimmers that do those competitions that could swim out there right? before the Navy could get there. Jesus Christ. You're telling me the Coast Guard can't get out there? Well, they're, they're, they're part of the U.S. military. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can't be serious, ex- except they really are, MJ. The yeah. U.S. military will not have proper salvage vessel at the scene for several days, okay? Fuck, me and you could go fucking drive down there, rent a boat, and go get the fucking balloon before they could... Well, I mean, I, I think it's been pulled already, but that, you know, being the day that this article was released, yeah, we, we could have done that. Right. These clowns are making a mockery of the United States. I agree with the statement 100%, and it is also safe to say we are no longer the superpower, superpower nation of the world anymore after this. Absolutely whole, after not. this whole situation, the way it's been dealt with from the start. Yep. Concerns grow that China may reach the wreckage of their drowned spy balloon before the U.S. Navy as a salvage vessel won't be on on scene for days. U.S. officials confirmed that uh, an F-22 Raptor fighter jet shot down the balloon with a single AIM-9X Sidewinder missile at 2.38 p.m. on Saturday, six miles off the coast of South Carolina. A senior military advisor told Fox News that the debris field was about seven miles wide. Water's at the depths of 47 feet. 
So it's not some ridiculous depth. Right. While multiple Navy and Coast Guard vessels hey. <laughs> <laughs> are in the area establishing a security and search perimeter, the senior advisor said an official uh, salvage vessel won't arrive until a couple for a couple of days, the Daily Mail reported. There is currently no timeline on the recovery of the balloon from the Atlantic Ocean after its presence shocked the nation while it hovered over sev- several nuclear silos before going down. Then, while the heads of the Navy are trying to pull their heads out of their asses to get this debris, this next article drops. Biden tries to take victory lap after shooting down Chinese spy balloon and gets fucking slammed by officials. <laughs> I added I added the, the F word there. <laughs> President President of China, Joe Biden, tried to t- <laughs> Tried to take a victory lap Saturday after the U.S. military shot down a Chinese spy balloon that Biden allowed travel across the entire country before destroying it. Chinese President Biden claimed in remarks to reports that he ordered the Pentagon to shoot it down on Wednesday as soon as possible. But that decision was made to not shoot it down over land because the debris could cause damage from falling to the ground, which in Montana, there's plenty of areas where people don't fucking live. Yeah. Like, like where this took path, there's plenty of places where they could have safely brought it down. It should have been done days before Montana, but... U.S. officials were reportedly well aware that the balloon had crossed into America airspace on January 28th and that it was over Idaho on Tuesday, but decided not to inform the public to upend security of state Anthony Blinken's diplomatic trip to china no you stupid fucks weren't gonna say anything till the guy in montana released a video saying hey what's this in the sky <laughs> then you guys were like fuck we gotta do something right <laughs> yeah who, who knew somebody was gonna actually notice that so secretary of defense lloyd austin said that the spy balloon was sent to the u.s in an attempt to surveil strategic sites in the continental u.s Senator Susan Collins, Republican of Maine, the vice chairman of the Appropriations Committee and a member of the Intelligence Committee, said in a statement that the president of China, Joe Biden, should have taken out the balloon much sooner over remote areas of Alaska or Montana. Wow. Wow. (laughs) I, I agree with Susan there. Oh, yeah. House Homeland Security Committee Chairman Mark Green, Republican from North Carolina, said that it was indefensible that this threat was eliminated. Only after great public outcry and the damage to the U.S. national security and American sovereignty was already done. The fact remains that President of China, Joe Biden, went when faced with an opportunity to protect the homeland from our adversaries, chose yet again to demonstrate weakness on the global stage, Green added. Yep. He did. 100%. Fucking weak fuck. He was probably shitting his pants watching the balloon. (laughs) From the southern border to Afghanistan, and now Chinese 
surveillance directly above our homes and sensitive military installations, the president shows he is not interested in protecting American interests or American people. Nope. No. He only cares about his countries, China and Ukraine. Exactly. That's it. Why is this so? Because China, uh, China Joe is uh, bought and paid, paid for by these countries. <laughs> I like that China Joe. <laughs> House Foreign Affairs Committee Chairman Michael McCall, repli- uh, Republican from Texas, said the president of China, Joe Biden, should have taken care of this before it became a national security threat. Should have. Yeah. I hope we will be able to recover the wreckage to help determine what intelligence the CCP, China Communist Party, collected while its uh, spy balloon was over our country for days, McCall said. Well, the Navy officials are trying to pack up all their bondage paraphernalia so they can (laughs) conduct this next search for the balloon. McCall went on to say, I will be demanding answers and will be holding the administration accountable for this embarrassing display of weakness. Yeah, that... You know, nothing's going to fucking happen, though, because this motherfucker has been pulled no, out no, on all kinds no, of shit. No, I think I think I think people are starting to wake up to what the fuck's going on here. We're not we're not even like a, a good way through this yet. OK, there's there's still more fucking shit that's going to be said. OK, right. Senator Eric Schmidt, Republican of Montana, said that or no, sorry, Missouri. Eric Schmidt's Missouri. Sorry, my bad. Everybody can hammer me on that. (laughs) (laughs) Said that while he was glad the U.S. military shot down the spy balloon, the damage had already been done. We need answers from the Chinese Biden administration on why it took this long to bring the Chinese spy balloon down, and we need to ensure that this never happens again, Schmidt continued. Senator Steve Dines, Republican from Montana slammed the entire episode as a tremendous embarrassment for the United States of America. Republican Mike Waltz of um, Florida, who's a state rep, called the ordeal a security failure by the president of China, Joe Biden. Some Democrats... What? What? (laughs) Democrats? Including Representative... Alisa Stockton, uh, Democrat of Michigan, we're not happy about the incident saying that the Chinese government's incursion into our airspace is unacceptable and we need to treat it as such. So I think there's a lot of people upset with China Joe and it just isn't the American people or Republicans. Yeah, it's his own party. Yeah, his own party's getting pissed with him. So right when you think... This story can't evolve. This comes out. (laughs) (laughs) On February 6th, China's spy balloon Biden allowed to traverse across U.S. carried explosives to self-detonate. Really? Yeah. On a meteorological balloon. Yeah, just drifted off course. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The China spy balloon that Joe Biden allowed to traverse across the U.S. carried explosives, according to the Pentagon. The China spy balloon first entered airspace over Alaska last Saturday. Biden knew the surveillance balloon was over the U.S., yet chose to stand down. No, should should have been taken care of 
like way before Wednesday when he claimed, oh, I told him to shoot it down. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, you said Montana, but especially fucking Alaska, that, that there's next to nothing up there. Yeah. Um, Biden knew the surveillance balloon was over the U.S. and chose to stand down. Like I said, the balloon soared over nuclear silos and military installations while uh, with Biden's full approval. The balloon was shot down on Saturday over the Atlantic just off the coast of the Carolinas. According to the Pentagon, the spy balloon carried explosives to self-detonate, was 200 feet tall, and weighed thousands of pounds. The Chinese spy balloon that was 200 feet tall and weighed the 1,000 pounds had a payload the size of a jetliner, a top Pentagon official said on Monday. What the fuck? So it being 200 feet and only 1,000 pounds, that's the payload it had. That's fucking insane. That just proves the, the other article's point. Yeah. Air Force General Glenn D. Van Herc, commander of the U.S. Northern Command, divulged new de- details about the down balloon on a call with reporters on Monday, the Daily Mail reported. His description followed a briefing by National Security Council spokesman John Kirby, who defended President Joe Biden's decision to wait and shoot down the Chinese craft until it was over South Carolina's coastline on Saturday. Because the president decided they wouldn't shoot it down until do so safely, and that meant over water. That afforded us a terrific opportunity to gain better understanding to study the capabilities of this balloon, he told reporters on a call. <laughs> How is it better over the over the water? If you got it over an area where nobody was living, took it down over the United States, like it's in our country. Yeah, because at a certain point when you're falling or something is falling, it, it's just like hitting the ground, hitting the water. The only difference is when it goes in the water, potentially get ruined, whatever, whatever it might be. Then on this same day... This article is fucking released. (laughs) U.S. tracked Chinese balloon from the start, but held off the attack, NORAD commander says. NORAD, the Pentagon's command defending North America, was tracking the Chinese surveillance balloon well before it entered the U.S. or Canadian airspace. What the fuck? Its commander said Monday, nothing that, about 200 feet tall and carrying a payload the size of a jetliner, it would have been hard for trackers to miss. That's fucked. <laughs> so, so they knew it was coming this way. Yeah. But Air Force General Glenn Van Hark, commander of NORAD, said that as a suspected spy surveillance craft made its way across Alaska and Canada before crossing back into U.S. territory last week, there wasn't much the military could do without presidential order to act, given there was no imminent threat seen to the homeland. Great. Left it up to the fucking geriatric. This guy's a pussy. They're all fucking pussies. (laughs) The domain awareness was there as it approached Alaska. It was my assessment that the balloon did not present a physical or military threat to North America, General Van Hark told Pentagon reporters on Monday. I could not take immediate action because it was not demonstrating a hostile act or hostile intent. 
Yeah, it was. It's yeah, fucking what? surveillance balloon. Well, it's not even that. Fucking something is flying over American airspace. That is hostile. If you don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. Take it the fuck down. And you know where it came from. You know we've had fucking not good good ties with China. Yeah. And they've, they, have, they have fucking a really bad outlook on us. So re- regardless, I don't care if it's a fucking hot air balloon. If it flies into our space from China... Then guess what? Shoot the motherfucker down. After the large white balloon drifted across the U.S. for several days, including over a number of sensitive military sites, as we I've mentioned a few times, a U.S. F-22 uh, jet shot the balloon down over the Atlantic Ocean off the South Carolina coast. The Navy sent the U.S. Carter Hall, a dock landing ship, and the USNS Pathfinder, an oceanographic survey ship, to search the area of a little under a square mile for its any debris. Conditions were too rough on Sunday, but the search effort uh, continued on on Monday. <laughs> so right, right here, you know, if, if we're supposed to take what they say to, from how, how exactly how they say it, you're telling me that you're in the military, you know, high-ranking officials and whatnot, you're, you're going to shoot down this balloon. You know that you're not shooting down the balloon in, unless it's all over the Atlantic. So you're telling me that you wouldn't dispatch and get a fucking ship ready if it was going to take fucking forever? Fucking get it get it over there within the area. Yeah, if you knew you, knew you were going to take it down over that area, you should have had fucking ships there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're not done because then on February 7th, this article comes out. <laughs> China... Demands return of surveillance balloons shot down by the U.S. military. No. Fuck them. Hey, China, fuck you. You're not getting your shit back. Shouldn't have sent it over here. The Chinese government has requested the return of its now shredded surveillance balloon from the United States after the U.S. military shot down the aircraft over Atlantic Ocean on Saturday. When discussing the incident on Tuesday, Mao Ning, the spokesperson, person for China's Ministry of Foreign Affairs office said the airship does not belong to the U.S. It belongs to China. Then it should have been in China. Fuck you. Oh, well. <laughs> um, it was in our airspace. So in my eyes, it's American property now. Exactly. I mean, I, I'm only a truck driver, but I mean, I, I think I, I, I understand that. Um, Mao... Then added, the Chinese side has given information about the unmanned airship on several occasions. I don't have anything to add at the moment. In her press remarks, Mao also added, also repeated the Chinese Communist Party's claims that the surveillance balloon, which passed through Alaska, Western Canada, and a large section of the continental U.S., was a civilian aircraft. So hold on, hold on, hold hold on. It went from a weather aircraft that drifted off course to now just a civil, uh, civilian aircraft? Get the fuck out of here. You guys can't even fucking come up with a decent enough lie to cover up your story. Right. Now also criticized the U.S. government for not handling the balloon ordeal in a rational and calm way. The unmanned Chinese airship is of civilian nature, is unintended Entry into the U.S. airspace is entirely uninspected and caused by force of the weather, said Mao. Okay. (laughs) What the fuck? She continued, it didn't pose a threat to any person or 
to the national security of the U.S. The U.S. should have properly handled such incidences in a calm and professional manner, not involving the use of force. Yet they decided to do otherwise, which is a clear overreaction. Lady, your little civilian balloon flew over sensitive American sites, then sat over one in Montana 30 minutes, a witness claimed. So if it was just controlled by the wind, (laughs) how how the hell did it just stall out and hover over this one area? At 20,000 feet. Yeah. As a counter, the Pentagon maintains it acted immediately to protect against the collection of sensitive information from the foreign adversary. They probably already have it. All the pictures and everything was probably a live feed or, or, you know, whatever that, you know, they already tapped into. They already have all the shit they need. So on Monday, China, China's Foreign Affairs Office acknowledged that another surveillance balloon had been identified over the Caribbean and Latin America after being thrown off course by yet again weather. The Chinese cited last week when attempting to justify the existence of the first balloon over America and Canadian airspace. Fucking un- unreal. Oh, my God. And, and there's probably going to be more shit that comes out about it, but I mean... There were jokes and everything uh, that this probably would have been taken care of a lot quicker in Montana because there was jokes. Somebody raised a Ukrainian uh, flag and said, hey, come, <laughs> come give us a hand, Biden. We're part of Ukraine, which they probably if they did that in Alaska, he probably would have sent over jets, tanks, money. Right. You know, then you would have been like, fuck, that's America. <laughs> I fucked up. They got me. <laughs> <laughs> So, my next article is from Fox News. Democrat-run tourist town sees 200% surge in break-ins amid violent crime spike. Quote-unquote, wildly frustrating. Break-ins in Asheville, North Carolina, saw a 200% monthly surge in January amid a violent crime spike in the Democrat-run tourist town that has hemorrhaged police officers in recent years. The Asheville Police Department, which serves a town of approximately 90,000 people, responded to 41 break-ins throughout 2022 and has already fielded 11 reports of break-ins in 2023 as of February 1st, according to the ABC affiliate WLOS. This is just another fucking article right in front of our faces that the Democrats don't give a fuck about people that they're supposed to be protecting. It fucking pisses me off. They're up there and they're supposed to enforce all these laws and all this other shit. So that way there we're safe and protected from foreign and domestic fucking threats. Correct. All they care about is making their money and pushing their fucking agenda. That's all they fucking care about. And we all need to fucking wake up. And I think we are starting to wake up to that. You know, a lot of people. You know, they need to come up with some way to enforce the law and prevent these break-ins from happening. They need more police or the police need to work more overtime, patrolling these areas or, or whatever they have to do. Well, how are you going to get more police when you're fucking, what was it, year two ago, you're kicking out all the police officers because if they didn't want to get the COVID vaccine. Now all these uh, departments are understaffed. Well, yeah. See, I, well, I was fucking, I was against the whole, the whole COVID bullshit. And, you know, it's just, they need to get more fucking police. 
well, I mean, how, how are you going to get more police when, you know, certain states still want you to be vaccinated or, you know, those other states need to wake the fuck up. Well, the, the other thing too, is you're not going to pull in fucking good officers when you're paying them fucking shit money, especially with everything that's going on in this world and that you see on the goddamn news. Like nobody yeah. wants to be a fucking police officer. You're not getting paid for the risk. First no. of all, nobody fucking respects you anymore. Yeah, me, me, me and MJ respect you, you know, the good ones. Right, right. Um, But that's what it is. Police officers need more money in their paychecks and they need more training. And you know where that comes from? Well, it should come from is our fucking taxes. Exactly. Instead of sending them to Ukraine. Yeah. Like I say, every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes on to say, Chris Faber, whose bar in downtown Asheville was targeted twice last month within the span of a few days, told the outlet that a suspect broke into his establishment and stole about 20 bottles of whiskey and up to $800 in cash. The suspect then reportedly recorded on surveillance video breaking into a neighboring business and stealing from its cash register. I feel bad for these people. They, you know, they're trying to, you know, they have a small business, so they don't have the means of some of these other places. They could just fucking write it off or whatever. Like that's a big fucking hit. Twenty bottles of whiskey, eight hundred bucks. Yeah, that's a fucking that's a shitload. But um, goes on to say it's wildly frustrating, and mostly for me, it's frustrating because I'm not comfortable leaving my bar by itself when it happens that frequently. Faber told the local outlet, "We just don't know what to do as a preventative measure, other than what we're already doing." And uh, but like I said, it's pretty easy. Step up patrols. And uh, make sure that the police are actually paying attention because, you know, I've I've driven by quite a few cops that, you know, is driving down the street and they're they're not fucking paying attention. Uh, so passed out. Yeah, they're passed out or, you know, well, what, on their phone. What's going to eventually start happening here is um, the citizens that own these um, businesses are going to start taking care of the situation themselves. Yeah, that, there you go. Yeah. And this is in North Carolina. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, then, the but, south, so. but but then but then it's gonna be all over the news. Bar owner shoots robber, <laughs> unarmed ar- yeah, robber. Yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> he fucking he's a robber. He's he's fucking. I don't I don't give a shit about all that fucking, you know, being a flea state and all this other bullshit. If you're not supposed to be on that property, you're 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 opening yourself up to whatever means that person needs to get you off that property. That's how it should be. Yeah. And people wouldn't be, uh, we need to start setting examples of shit like that. So shit like this doesn't continue to happen. Right. So we'll take it into my next article. Over 800,000 border crossers freed into the U.S. without court dates since Biden took office. So probably, probably, probably half the fucking people in North Carolina doing the, doing that shit. Probably. You know. More than 8,000, not 8,000, 800,000 border crossers and, and illegal aliens have been released into the United States without notice to appear in TA in immigration court by the Department of Homeland Security since President Joe Biden took office. Fucking cock. The figure first published by CBS News details the extent to which the agency released hundreds of thousands 
of border crossers and illegal aliens into the U.S. interior without court dates. Instead, border crossers are now giving a notice to report to an immigration or custom customs enforcement office or parole plus alternatives to detention. Specifically, almost 600,000 border crossers and illegal aliens were given NTRs by Biden's DHS, ensuring their release into the U.S. interior without any follow-up to appear before immigration judge. So all you stupid fucks that are like out here, oh, we, we, we need them. They're, they're seeking asylum. No, they're not. It's a bunch of fucking criminals trying to get away from their fucking country and the way their country deals with fucking criminals. Right. The other roughly 200,000 border crossers and illegal aliens were initially released on parole plus ATD with only an NTR, but were substantially given court dates. Months ago, Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody revealed in group records that in the summer of 2021 alone, Biden's DHS release more than 150,000 border crossers and illegal aliens into American communities with only an NTR. <laughs> Jesus mm. Christ. Wonder why there's all these break-ins in a fucking tourist destination right. in North Carolina. NTR releases by Biden's DHS are only a fraction of the number of border crossers and illegal aliens released into the U.S. interior via the administration's expansive catch and release network as representative tom mcclintock republican of california recently noted in a congressional testimony nearly two million border crossers and illegal aliens have been directly released into the united states interior since biden took office in addition to the 1.2 million aliens who have successfully crossed the border jesus christ you know one of the strongest company uh companies one of the strongest Countries is basically just ha- just has a revolving door. Yeah, basically. So since Joe Biden uh, canceled the, re- the remain in Mexico policy and ordered ICE not to enforce court-ordered deportations, we've seen 1.7 million illegal aliens deliberately admitted into this country and another 1.2 million known gotaways have entered while... The border patrol has been overwhelmed, changing diapers and taking names, said the Republican from California. Now, that is an illegal alien population of 2.9 million in this country. That is the entire population of the state of Mississippi just since the administration changed these policies. What the fuck? And as the the Democrats witnessed uh, witness testified illegal aliens are now being rapidly and efficiently trafficked by our government to every community in our nation. Americans are hugely opposed to Biden's catch and release network. A recent Los Angeles Times slash YouGov poll found that 65% of Americans said DHS ought to detain border crossers and illegal aliens to deport them. Fewer than two Two in 10 Americans said they support Biden's catch and release network. That's just fucking, you know, that that's part of the agenda that, that we were talking about, like, you know, way back that they're trying to get these people to come in. And because we brought you in, now you vote for who we tell you to vote for. And now the numbers, 
they're going to be cheating on on this fucking on the election right in front of our faces. Well, well, one of the reasons why these borders are open and all this shit's probably happening is fucking this is this is what China wants. They want they want to weaken our country. Yep. And China's got fucking Biden in their back pocket. That's one of the reasons the balloon was probably just allowed to go over the fucking United States. And, you know, we got open borders because they don't want all the shit in the collusion of Hunter and Joe coming out because possibly China was going to release that if the balloon was shot, shot down or they shut down the borders. Right. Just a thought, you know, that'd be nice. Just a theory. I heard that'd be nice. If somebody fucking let us know exactly what's on, on the laptop. Well, it's not even that. It's just everything that they're involved with all the money that China's paid them and all that shit. You know, that's why this is probably happening. And, you know, they keep pushing in um, all these illegals to come into our country, and I don't know. It's it's turning into a fucking mess. So yeah, it is. Somebody, people, got to open up their fucking eyes and see. You know, like we we got to start cleaning this the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree. So my next article is from the po- the post millennial, which I've never heard of, but <laughs> women coaches young boy to identify as a girl, claims that boys are quote-unquote nasty. A video has emerged on social media of what appears to be a woman encouraging a young boy to identify as a girl. In this short clip, the boy is dressed in a pink sparkly cheerleader outfit, and the woman filming, whose identity has not been confirmed... Scumbag. Yeah, exactly. Fucking bitch. Asks if... He feels like a boy or a girl. The boy replies that he feels like a girl and when pressed says that boys are nasty and gross because they're not pretty. So the mother, the mother is grooming the child now. It's not, you're not worrying about the school and that's what this is. This is a fucked up parent that doesn't belong having a child, probably went and had a child so she could post it all over social media for likes and comments and shares. And that's why she's doing this. Yep. Because it's a real big issue right now. Yeah, this makes me fucking sick. You know what should happen? Is Child Protective Services should take that fucking child away from that fucking parent. Yep. Not take the children away from parents that are not going with this fucking stupid fucking woke agenda. Man, it's all fucking backwards. They're gonna, they'll fucking promote this, but you know... All the people that are doing the right things and, and feel the the way that they do are are being fucking suppressed. Yeah. And we're just seeing it all over the fucking place. Wait, pretty soon when uh, people start getting their heads out of their asses, parents like this are going to be dragged out into the street and made, they're going to be an example. Yeah, exactly. People are going to make a fucking example out of them. Yeah, this, this woman's supposed to be protecting her son. By coaching her son to identify as a girl, she is not letting him figure it out on his own. And you're he's not a, supposed to be a fucking fi- kid. You're not supposed to be figuring it out at that time. You're supposed to be playing out in the yard, playing catch. Yeah. Playing playing with fucking the toys you have in the house. Exactly. You know, most people can't even fucking figure out what they're doing at 18, never mind when you're a fucking kid. Yeah. Most of the time when we were kids at that age, we we were like worrying about, man, I'm going to be a firefighter or a police officer or yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm going to be a pilot or so- something like that. Right. So the, it goes on to say the accompanying subtext informs viewers that even has not stated he, tr- he identifies as trans, 
but he has stated he does not identify solely as a boy. Evan appears to be approximately three or four years of age. This fucking kid just learned how to fucking walk and talk. And now you're going to be like encouraging that. Oh yeah. You feel like a girl. And you obviously you saw the video as I did too. The mother has grown out the boy's hair. Yep. Since day one. So she knew as soon as she had this kid, she was going to try to push the transgender ideology on, on her child. Right. And she's fucked up in the head. That's a fucking mental condition right fucking there. And she probably was pissed off that she was pregnant with a boy. So all this, all this bullshit's been pu- being pushed out, has been pushed out for a while. So she probably found out, oh, I'm having a boy, but I wanted a girl because I wanted to do girl things and, you know, play dress up and dolls and all that bullshit. So she's probably fucking making herself a, ki- a, a girl out of the boy and, not, you know. What, what, in all reality, like you said, a couple of shows back, what happened to the fucking mothers that would defend their child, boy or girl, against whatever? Yeah. Didn't care. Yeah. They were protecting their child. Now you're pushing your child into being completely fucked up. And then when they get to uh, be uh, in their late teens, early 20s, they're going to be so confused about who they are. They don't know who they are because the mother's pushing this fucking stupid woke ideology. Yeah. Yeah, she's she is. She, she should be arrested and thrown into a fucking mental institution. Yeah, she, she really should. That's exactly where all of these stupid fucks need to go. And where, 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 you know, we talk about women standing up. Where the fuck are the women? Why, why aren't they taking care of this lady? Yeah, they should be. Yeah. It goes on to say more subtext tells us that the intention behind the video is to educate and remind people how important support and acceptance for LGBTQ plus youth. Fuck you. All right. These kids. We need to get back to what it was when I was fucking growing up. And I'm, I'm fucking, I'm about to turn 40 years old. I'm not a fucking old man. I'm middle-aged, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Jesus Christ, you just fucking go to school and, you're, and you learn, you know, what the, the basics. And then you, when you come home, you play fucking, you play, you do whatever. You're not fucking on social media going, well, I'm a girl, I'm a boy, I'm, I'm, I'm getting the sex change, I'm doing this, fucking taking hormones, fucking up my body when my body's just trying to fucking grow. Well, especially at three years old. You don't, you don't know anything about life. No. You're, all you know about life is what your parents teaching you. Yeah. So why, why is this online for everybody to see, but Child Protective Services is not going after this mother? She should be fucking brought, brought down. Yeah. Point blank. You know, I for one... And I think, I think you're the same. We don't care as an adult, like what, what the fuck you identify as go identify as a fucking leaf, whatever as an adult and don't fucking push your shit on somebody else. Yeah. If you want to identify as a pine tree and whatever the fuck else you want in your life as an adult, great. But when you start fucking around with the kids, that's when I have a problem. Oh, exactly. That's when every American should have a problem. Yep. That's when every mother should have a problem. Exactly. But you see it all over fucking all over the media, TikTok and all these other other fuck, fucking outlets. It's all around them. This That's person, all that they, they know. They, this person that posted this video is not a mother. No. Not at all. She's nope. a fucking piece of shit. She's doing it for fucking likes, comments, and shares. And you know what? You need to get your fucking ass beat, woman. Yep. Treating a child like that. I don't even have kids. <laughs> it's it you see? Exactly. 
And there's 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 uh, there's got to be more people like you. No, you, know? and you don't thing, have to no, have a kid. No, to and know. The, th- the thing is, is I'm getting more. I'm getting fucking extremely pissed off. I don't even have kids, but you got fucking scumbags out there with kids, and they're like, "Oh, I'll see what the fucking problem is." You know, a, a, a little boy should be able to decide what they want to be because in, when they're a little kid, they don't really know. We can't just push it on them that they're a boy just because they got a penis, and we can't push this on a girl because she's got a vagina. It shouldn't be up for discussion. It shouldn't be talked about at fucking three or four years old. You shouldn't be talking about somebody's fucking gender at three or four years old. Leave it the fuck out. Just because you want to fucking get famous and you can't get your fucking TikTok up there. If you want to get famous, lady, if you really want to get famous, go become a dude yourself. (laughs) Cut your fucking tits off and fucking get a, a dick. Fucking medically put on your fucking area and then there you go you can go online and be like oh look at me i got a penis now what do i do with it you fucking stupid cunt exactly but sorry for the language (laughs) (laughs) well we did say this is explicit content so if you're offended go go to some other fucking woke podcast (laughs) jesus christ but goes on to say most famous of all is jazz jennings Star of the reality show, I Am Jazz. Jennings was extremely gendered non-conforming from early childhood. And instead of accepting that gender non-conformity, Jennings' parents opted for social, for social and then medical transition. Jennings suffered serious complications following a vagin, vaginoplasty surgery that has since developed an eating disorder. Jennings' surgeon... WPATH president, Dr. Marcy Bowers, recently stated that male children who have their puberty blocked early will never have sexual functions as adults. What the fuck? Well, that, that, that's what the whole, the whole thing is with the propaganda of, you know, supporting all this is because the LGB fucking nine six three whatever community can't reproduce the hate so, movement so if you can't reproduce this comes back to the agenda this comes back to what they want they want less people in the world yep so they want to push this they want to push it on the younger youth because um if they they decide to go this route they can't reproduce so eventually, the, it's just going to start dying off, and the only ones we're reproducing are going to be these corrupt politicians, these super elites, and they're just going to stay within their, their fucking circle, and nothing's ever going to get better. Right. And it's a great example. This article is a great example of why kids should not be able to make permanent decisions with their bodies. And I'm not just talking about having a sex change. No, this is a perfect example of why fucking people should not have kids. Your, yep. you, your kid is not a fucking purse or a fucking item that you just carry around and then you fucking just throw in the corner and be like, okay, I'm done with it for right now. No, when you have a fucking kid. You have to take care of the kid. You have to teach the kid. You have to teach the kid uh, values, morals, what life's about. You don't teach them, hey, little boy, you can be a girl because I want all these fucking likes. No, lady. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's absolutely, that's absolutely true. And you know, what the fuck is the point? All these, all these kids should be taught the basics. Like I said, to excel in school and 
you know, when they have a good handle on that, get them into some sports or some other extracurricular thing. So they don't have, they're not just sitting there on fucking TikTok and all this other shit, seeing all this woke bullshit being put out there. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. And when they get to their teens, that's when you can start having these conversations about their identity because they're starting to form themselves. But they might let, let them fucking identify how they want. Okay. That's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm against that, but you know, you got to give some leeway. So, okay. But you don't give them fucking drugs. Don't give them fucking drugs. They don't need to have fucking, oh, oh, what the fuck is that shit? Oh, estrogen. They don't need to have fucking estrogen and injections and all that other shit. Like, what the fuck? So my, my last main point about this article is why the fuck are we hearing about this? If these things are happening, keep it to your fucking selves. First of all, you shouldn't be fucking blasting your kid out there with your fucked up mindset and trying to get, like you said, all these fucking likes and everything. There's that, very that, that's what it's all about. They think they think the child's just an item. Yeah, exactly. It moved an from an accessory. That's the word I was looking for. They think they think the child's a fucking accessory. Exactly. And this would be a little bit different if a, a few years ago when actually it was more than a few years ago now when some of these younger kids they actually were gay or lesbian and that's all it was, gay and lesbian. You know, you didn't have a fucking 18 mile long fucking acronym for the fucking their bullshit. They basically, they just need to fucking get over it. Yeah, they do. And you know what else, what else needs to happen is, um, parent, parents that are promoting this shit need to, uh, need to be taken care of. Yes. In more ways than one. Yeah. You know, you, you should probably, uh, fucking have to pass a test to have a fucking kid nowadays. Yeah. That's pretty sad. So we'll go into my next article, which is about is, uh, Disney slammed for anti-white propaganda in the Proud Family reboot. <laughs> so now we go from a fucked up mother to a fucked up company trying to promote all this fucked up shit. Disney shows Disney show argues that America owes black Americans because the country still has not atoned for its systematic prejudice, racism, and white supremacy. Oh, really? A reboot of the Disney show The Proud Family is receiving backlash over a rap in a recent episode of the cartoon featuring kids debating about slavery and reparations, arguing that America owes black Americans because America still has not atoned for its systematic prejudice, racism, and white supremacy. This country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. The song repeatedly stated in the Disney Plus episode of The Proud Family, louder and prouder. First of all, when this country was built, I don't even think the slave trade was happening. Uh, no, uh, when this country was built, they were getting away from the shit that they're talking about. Not that there was slavery in, in the UK, but there was slavery from, from the government. The descendants of slaves continued to, to build it. Slaves built this country, and we, the descendants of slaves in America, have earned rep reparations for their suffering and continue to earn reparations every moment we spend submerged in systematic prejudice, racism, and white supremacy The Amer that America was founded with and still has not atoned for, the children chanted. 
That, uh, uh, oh. What? <laughs> what the fuck? All right. So if there's white privilege and, and they're all, you know, the, the, the black community is still being uh, pushed down and whatnot. All right. We need to get Kamala Harris out of office. We need to get all these fucking black officials need to get them out because obviously if there's still racism and there's still all this suppression, then what the fuck are they doing there? Well, and then Disney can't figure out why they have to restructure their whole company right now. Because they're fucking dumb. Well, they're, yeah, they're, you know, like like Trump said, you want to go woke, you're, you're going to end up broke. Yep. We, we made your families rich, the song continues, from the southern plantations to northern bankers to the New England ship owners, the founding fathers, former presidents, current senators, the Illuminati, the New World Order, just some more chants from the children. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's another thing right there. The children's show. Children's song. Why the fuck is this being pushed on there if, there, if there's no agenda behind it? Why are they rapping about fucking racism and, and suppression and all this shit? Because they're, they're, they're trying to indoctrinate our youth with all these fucking beliefs. Because what's happening is a lot of the Americans now that are black are getting away from this. They're realizing this is all bullshit. Right. Manhattan Institute fellow Christ Rufio shared shared a clip of the episode on Twitter calling it pure critical race theory. The song also promoted the idea that President Abraham Lincoln did not free the slaves. Oh really? Yeah, they're see starting to rewrite history. The chance uh. the chance from the children in this show continued with we had Tubman, Turner, Frederick D. And then they say Lincoln freed the slaves, but the slaves were men and women. And only we can free ourselves. The song stated emancipation is not freedom. Jim Crow, segregation, redlining, public school, schools, free feeding private prisoners where we become slaves again. (laughs) Blatant white propaganda tweeted by popular Twitter account in wokeness. It is. It's anti-white. That that that's what yeah. this country that's what they want. They don't they, they want to get rid of the white people. We we are the problem in this country. Right. The executive producer of the show, Latoya, doesn't even matter what the fuck her name is, admitted <laughs> to having a not all secret gay agenda in the Disney staff meeting when partic- uh, producing the show, according to a clip Shared by her. Really? Well, they, they, there was an article that came back, I think it was the beginning of last year, about um, the new person that took over for Disney was going to be pushing a lot of trans shit in the shows. So I'm not surprised that this is this anti-white propaganda is now being pushed. Right. All part of the movement. Our leadership over there has been so welcoming to, to my not-at-all-secret gay agenda she said, all that momentum that I felt like that this sense of I don't have to be afraid to like. Let's have these two ca- characters kiss. I was just wh- wherever I could, adding queerness. <laughs> and that, like, that there's, another, there's another thing. They don't need to be seeing that on fucking Disney shows. They don't. But I mean, I mean, when you got a stupid mother like the last article, and then you got Disney helping promote it, you wonder why our fucking youth's fucked up, right? No, and she continued on to say, 
No one would stop me and no one was trying to stop me. So parents, what you need to do is start watching what the fuck your kids are watching. Yeah, don't let them watch whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Don't 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 uh, don't let them watch Disney. And here's a news bulletin. That's part of being a parent is watching what your kids watch. All right, before he gets too fired up and uh, <laughs> fucking off, off all these subjects and dives into one we're going to do a show on, let, let's get you into your next article. All right, this is, this is another one has to do with, unfortunately, with, with kids. And it's the Gateway Pundit Elementary School Starts Student Club that excludes white kids. No way! Right? <laughs> Racism remains alive and well in our nation's public schools, particularly in dark blue states. A recently released email shows that Centennial Elementary School in Olympia, Washington, engaged in blatant segregation by barring white children from a student affinity group that meets during lunchtime. School principal Shannon Ritter tells parents in the email, we have a fifth grade BIPOC BIPOC student group that meets weekly during their lunchtime. She goes on to mention that the group does not include white children. So the school is allowing this group to not include a certain race. And I'm not being biased because I'm white, but for the simple fact that racism is on a downward trend, this makes no fucking sense. It's like you said, their agenda, they're trying to bring racism back up into it again. Yeah, because every everything in this country has to be about division. Oh, yeah. They have to divide us. We can't be united. Wait, no. United States. Oh, no. <laughs> they're going to have to rename the United States. Look at that. Yeah. We're not fucking united. So, you know, we've come way too fucking far as Americans to allow this racism agenda bullshit be, to, to be pushed through. We can't allow that. We've come way too fucking far, and it's it's actually really good if you start if you look back to what the way things were to where we are now. They're they're actually fucking late to the parade with their fucking racism bullshit. Well, what it comes down to is everybody that wants to say, oh, you know, the Americans are racist. They're the racist. Yeah, like all of our politicians that are pushing all this racist shit. They're the racist. Yeah, they absolutely are. And it goes on to say, Ritter also says that the school is exploring adding an additional student ally club, citing the interest of some students. The message does not specify whether this hypothetical group will exclude white kids as well. And this is significant evidence that this group is blatantly illegal, particularly when one considers it was orchestrated by school officials. Here's what Mark Lamb, a Seattle-based attorney, told Rance. The fact that this is occurring in elementary school makes it even more problematic from a legal perspective. The age of the students, coupled with the principal's email, reason this club makes it apparent that this is not a primarily student-led decision, but rather one being generated and defended by the school itself, said Lamb. And, you know, I would put money on it that this isn't just the school's doing. In my opinion, it's the agenda being pushed through to bring racism back to full force. These officials are allowing this to be done in their schools so 
they need to be held accountable. Goes on to say, as one can imagine, many school parents have expressed their anger over such blatant racism. One parent shared her perspective with the Seattle-based Como News. My son came home and said that they came into, into the class talking about the, people, the, the other kids in the, the group. And they were promoting this and, I, and talked it up to the students. But then he found out that since he was white, he wasn't able to participate. Centennial uh, Elementary School parent Jessica Jurgens told Coma News. They have their agenda that they want to play with at lunch, and a fourth or fifth grader can't understand why they can't play with their friends. So yeah, because that, because kids don't don't see race; they just see hey, somebody to play with. Exactly. You know, exactly. We, me, me, and this kid both want to hang out on the swing set at, at recess. Fucking cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, you know? exactly. Doesn't matter your your uh, your race at all. No, and, they, and, and people would get out in fucking reality and see people interact. They they'd actually see that. Yeah, get off your fucking computers and your in your phones. But um, goes on to say, I feel like it's promoting segregation at our schools, and we we've moved away from that. She added, "That's that's encouraging to me that I'm actually seeing this in text that somebody is reporting on it because that's what me and you have been saying is we've moved so far past racism and segregation and all this bullshit that." You know, they're they're coming up with this shit now in fucking 2023 when we got we got rid of slavery fucking forever ago. Um, you know, at one point the black community did not have rights. Now they had they've had rights for fucking longer than I've been alive. Yeah. So I mean we've come way too far and um they just need to they need to fucking get rid of this woke bullshit. Well, while you're talking about schools, let's bring it to um the schools in uh, New York City, Mayor Adams. Ah, oh, here he is. I've, I missed him. <laughs> well, it's not too much to do about him, but it has to do with his city that he's the mayor of. While New York City teachers are fired for re- refusing COVID mandate, illegals allowed, allowed in schools with no proof of immunizations. New York teachers and other city and state workers were forced off the job for not complying with the COVID vaccine mandate. Illegals pour into the United States without proof of any vaccine. But that's perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah, sure. Schools in New York City are forced to accept illegals without immunization records, and it may have led to one disease outbreak already. Really? Yes. According to the New York Post, an estimated 11,000 migrant children have enrolled into the Department of Education schools since the summer. Shouldn't even be in the schools. Nope. While the city health department tracks outbreaks, they have not released records on outbreaks this school year. The flood of migrant families into New York City is forcing schools to accept children who lack required vaccinations and has possibly led to an outbreak already. How is it forcing schools to take these kids in? They don't. They don't. You can easily say no. Yeah, exactly. The Simon Brunch Middle School in Jamercy Park had a chickenpox case, according to a January 25th notice from the principal, which said students not vaccinated for the illness could not attend school. Because of a chicken pox outbreak. Chicken pox. <laughs> well, no, you, you know, because most people have already dealt with that at a younger age. Right. You know, 
A parent at the school said after the announcement, five migrant children were absent for a few days from the class that was in question. When you are talking talking now about hundreds of children entering the school and coming from countries where we know the same children are not getting the vaccinations because they're not available. It's hard to not see where vulnerable families could be put at risk, the parents said. So yeah, innocent American families are being put at risk because they want to force in these fucking illegals. Um, kids, right? you know, a top city health official recently told the city council that a surprising number of migrant children who had never had a single shot were arriving to the Big Apple. <laughs> hmm. Maybe this is a reason why you should shut down the fucking southern border. Exactly. Get all the disease, get all this shit out of our country. Yep. So I don't know. It, it, it just needs to be shut down. We need to stop, especially in New York City, fucking catering to these people. Yeah, they shouldn't be catered to it at all. No. If you're an illegal immigrant and you need to get the fuck out of the country, that's it. Plain, plain and simple. All this shit, all this fucking, you know, Jesus Christ. It's, it, they're making it so much of a big deal and it's, it's not. It's very simple. You're an illegal immigrant. Get the fuck out. See you later. See you later. <laughs> get on a plane and go to Ukraine. <laughs> Should be a bumper sticker. <laughs> I, you know what? I might I might just get, get a couple shirts made up. Nice. <laughs> get on a plane and go to Ukraine. So my next article is from the Gateway Pundit. If you want one, let us know in the comments. <laughs> Democrat thought leader John Fetterman, let's make sure everyone has clean, safe, clean drinking work. That's exactly how he said it too. Well, it's funny. It's you, big, well, it's funny you bring him up because um, you know Super Bowl Sunday, the Eagles are playing. Yeah, and he has a statement: Eagles are better than Eagles. No, no, no. He's <laughs> <laughs> his exact words. That's great. So before I get into this article um, on John Fetterman. I need to preface this saying that he had suffered a life-threatening stroke that hinders his ability to process and communicate speech. So right there, you know, b- before that fucking little comment that you just said, this guy should have been sitting at home or in the hospital fucking recovering from a major stroke. But instead, what did they do? They said, no, you got a fucking job to do? Get the fuck out there and fucking look, make yourself look like a fucking younger Biden. Can't fucking put a sentence together. Well, that that's who the Democrats wanted. You know, they ran out of paper. <laughs> you know, yeah, in Pennsylvania. Fucking, fucking they didn't want they didn't want Oz because he was apparently part of the Republicans. Right. So yeah. Yeah, this, this, this is what this country's turning into. Yep. So Senator John Fetterman, the thought leader of the Democrat Party, made headlines again this week. Pennsylvania's John Fetterman was sworn into the US US Senate. In January, he may be the first senator on record who cannot com- think or com- form complete sentences. No, I can think of another one. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write the article. Uh, the mainstream media and their political party went, want us to believe the, you, the people of Pennsylvania would rather have a brain-damaged Marxist in the U.S. Senate rather than America's most popular doctor, 
Mehmet Oz. I'm, I probably just butchered his first name. It's Dr. Give a Oz, fuck. the one fucking. Yeah, Dr. Oz. Yeah. You know, what a disgrace. Uh, is this a new quality politician needs to have to be in government? They really don't have, they don't give a shit about anyone anymore. They only push their fucking agenda. I say that almost every podcast, but you know, it's put, it's being put right out there in front of us. We as a people need to not take this shit. We need to be at home. He should be at home resting, getting better. But because like you said, the, their agenda and that's who they wanted to be, you know, in there because they ran out of paper. Um, it, it, it needed to be pushed out in a short amount of time. And this man was just forced to push their agenda. But it goes on to say Democrats sent up Senator Bob Casey, another genius to stand with him in case bad things got really bad. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> apparently the speech was on clean water because that's what half the, you know, half the Americans families are thinking about who can't pay their bills today. But, you know, they were speaking on fucking clean drinking water. Um, the other Democrats should be outraged that this guy is being forced to, to speak on clean water when there are a lot of much bigger things going on in the country. It doesn't say in this article that John Fredman has said a life-threatening stroke, but like I said in the beginning, I had to bring, I had to bring that up first. It, it, it hinders his ability to process and communicate speech, so right there he shouldn't be, he shouldn't be up there. Yeah, he he had a he had a massive stroke like right before his run as senator, and they still pushed him up there. He was like fresh out of the hospital. They're fucking assholes! And actually, on the way in here, before I was able, you know, I couldn't you know come up with a breaking news. Breaking news: <laughs> Senator John Fetterman hospitalized after feeling lightheaded at Senate Democratic retreat. What the fuck? Yeah, like. You know this. This is just this is just fucked up. So you know he's he's gonna drop. He's probably gonna drop. He's probably gonna die, or become a fucking vegetable. Yeah, because he he's not getting he's not resting or whatever. He's not getting the treatment he needs because they they want him out there because that was their only option. Right, as Democrats, exactly. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back to um, the president of uh, China, Joe Biden. Joe Biden offered Vladimir Putin 20% of the Ukraine to end the war. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so he, how can he do that? Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get into the fucking article. You love asking questions before we even get into the goddamn article. Pump your fucking brakes. I don't like to. <laughs> Apparently, the White House and the CIA have responded to a report that CIA Director William Burns offered Russian President Vladimir Putin a fifth of Ukraine's territory to end the ongoing war as part of a peace plan drawn up on behalf of President Joe Biden. Uh, why, um, why is the CIA, the United States CIA, offering any Ukrainian territory? Do, exactly. Do we have a 51st state on the other side of the world? Like I didn't know about. Yeah, we didn't know about it, but it's you know it's been coming out lately. They don't want they don't want to they don't want to spoil the surprise yet. They don't want to identify that yet. But a CIA official told Newsweek that claims in the report from Swiss Swiss German newspaper NZZ that Burns took a secret trip to Moscow in January and that there was a peace proposal put forward by the director on behalf of the White House. We're completely false. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> Last month, Burns traveled in secret to meet and brief Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky in Kiev, the Washington Post reported. Burns is said to have submitted the plan in mid-January to put an end to the war, which began on February 24th, 2022. The story was reported by NZZ on Thursday, citing high-ranking German foreign politicians. Both Kiev and Moscow reported rejecting the proposal. Um, <laughs> but um, I thought I thought there wasn't a proposal. That's that's what um, was said. <laughs> <laughs> so yet the CIA lied again and not making a proposal, but they did make a proposal. No, but they didn't. But they I don't know. It's shocking. <laughs> Newsweek reached out to the foreign ministries of Ukraine and Russia for the comment. According to the newspaper, the proposal offered around 20% of Ukrainian's territory, approximately the size of Ukraine's eastern Donbass region. Kiev reportedly shut down the proposal because they are not willing to have their territory divided. While Russian officials said they will win the war in the long run anyway. Uh, well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Reported NZZ, which has been described as the Swiss newspaper on record. Sean Savat, the deputy spokesperson for the White House National Security Council, told Newsweek that, that the report from NZZ is not accurate and that the CIA would say the same because the White House officials and the CIA have never lied to the American people before. Oh, never, never. According to the news outlet, the German politician said Biden wanted to avoid a protracted war in Ukraine and so offered the territory as part of a peace plan. Again, why are you offering territory that is not yours? And secondly, why are you in talks to end a war that has nothing to fucking do with America? Exactly. It makes no sense. All that it brings is more suspicion that he has direct ties to Ukraine. And when Ukraine and Russia both rejected the proposal, the Biden administration pledged to provide Kiev with Abrams tanks, NZZ reported. So sounds like uh, Biden got his pee-pee smacked by, um, <laughs> by, by Zelensky and Putin, both not wanting to end the war, and now being embarrassed on the world stage is like, oh, I'm going to back up Ukraine now. Fucking idiot. What a fucking idiot. Um, the U.S. announced on January 25th that it would send Ukraine up to 31 M1 Abrams tanks after much debate and deliberation on the issue. The tanks could take months to arrive, according to reports. The two politicians reportedly said that U.S. officials were split on how to handle the Ukrainian war, which started nearly a year ago. Here's an idea. Don't do a fucking thing. You don't have to handle anything when your country is not even involved in the fucking war. Exactly. Burns and Biden's national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, wanted to end the war quickly so they could focus on China. While Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin didn't want to let Russia get away with destroying the rule-based peace order and called for massive military support for Ukraine. So now that we might have a real threat from China, the United States wants 
the Russian Ukraine war to end. Fucking stupid. How yeah, it about- is. It is fucking stupid because guess what? That that war's on fucking hold. They're on fucking winter break or whatever. So guess what? Go go fucking focus on China. No, now. There don't, you go. don't don't focus on this. How about fucking let Ukraine deal with their own fucking war? Absolutely. Like it should have been being dealt with in the beginning. They, this war wouldn't even be fucking going on if fucking uh, NATO and America would stay the fuck out of everybody else's business. One of the politicians told NZZ that he believes it is becoming increasingly clear that the U.S. is preparing for a long war of attrition. He raised concerns that Germany would suffer economically, financially, and militarily from such a war. Doesn't have anything to do with me. I don't give a fuck. Germany (laughs) has also said it would provide Ukraine with 14 of its 2A6 tanks and allow partner countries to re-export those tanks to assist Kiev. Dmitry Polonaski, Russia's first deputy permanent representative to the United States, told Newsweek the report from NZZ was interesting, but he couldn't comment on the speculation. (laughs) (laughs) Putin's spokesperson, Dmitry Peskov told reporters on Monday that negotiations between Russia and Ukraine are now impossible. (laughs) Absolutely impossible. Impossible. Fucking retard. Yeah. So, you know, that's what's going on over there. Um, uh, President of China, Joe Biden, is uh, now trying to end the Ukrainian war by offering territory that is not his. That's so fucked up. Like, it, it, it... like you said, we should be out of it. It should be fucking Putin and Zelensky, right? Yeah. Yeah. They they should be the ones talking. That's I mean, fucking, I mean, that's I mean, what, I mean you, would, you would think it's Putin and Biden, but, you know, fucking. Right. I don't know. Maybe Zelensky's just a little, even more of a bitch, which is fucking sad. But anyways, my next article is from Fox News. Biden's State of the Union address. Top five moments. President Biden gave his second State of the Union address that acted as a soft launch for his 2024 presidential bid Tuesday night, earning cheers from Democrats for his calls to ban assault weapons and codify Roe v. Wade and jeers from Republicans on the border and Social Security. (laughs) (laughs) So, point number one, liar. Chaos briefly erupted in the House chamber after Biden repeated an old Democratic talking point that has been long de- been debunked by fact-checkers. He said, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset, Biden claimed. Liar, Republican majority, uh, Marjorie Taylor Green, Republican of Georgia, shouted. So here they are again, right on in fucking plain sight across the across TV in front of millions of people lying straight to our faces because they're trying to push their agenda and make themselves seem better than they, they are. But, but good for Marjorie fucking standing up and calling him a liar and not just sitting there and giving him a golf clap like oh, all dude. the other fucking weak-ass Republicans that are, you know, representatives of the House. Yeah. And yeah, I, I called out some Republicans because you know why? Because we are not Republicans. We are not Democrats. We are 
Independence? Libertarians? No, I don't know about that. But <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd say independent because I have my own thoughts and beliefs on everything. I don't, I don't, I, I see what's out there and I make my own decision off it. Right. So the second point is McCarthy shushes. Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy shushed hecklers in his own party when they interrupted Biden's tribute to a fentanyl victim. McCarthy could be seen mouthing shush after a member yelled, it's coming from China, and another shouted, it's your fault. It is Biden's fault. <laughs> and he knows it's coming from China because he's the president over there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucking stupid fuck. You know, if they really cared about the, uh, the fentanyl epidemic, they would have done something already. He's been he's been in for fucking two years now, going on three years. You know he doesn't give a fuck because he's only out there looking out for his fucking buddies. Exactly. Uh, point number three was twelve million new jobs. Biden repeated the misleading claim about the number of total jobs he's created since he took office in twenty twenty one. Two years ago, our economy was reeling. The president said, and as I stand here tonight. We have created a record 12 million new jobs, more jobs created in two years than any other president has ever created in four years. This is fucking retard. Why? Because he took everybody out of fucking work just to put them back in work. Right. So you, you take it away and you bring it back. And yeah. you, oh, look, I, 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 I did a great job. <laughs> Unemployment rates way down. So according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, however, the economy under Biden has only added 2.7 million overall jobs because the rest had been lost during the COVID-19 pandemic. Like you just said. Exactly. And you know, right here again, like his whole fucking state of the union probably was basically a big lie fucking in front of us. And, you know, just trying to make themselves seem like they're doing a good job when we can all see that they're fucking lying and they're just pushing their agenda through. And I don't know. It's fucking, it's, it's sad. And I, I, <laughs> I don't understand how anybody could affiliate themselves with the Democratic Party. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Number four is ban assault weapons now. Not going to happen. <laughs> right now. Not going to happen. Biden renewed his call to ban so-called, quote-unquote, assault weapons. During his address, gammering a standing ovation from his party and head shaking from the other side. He said, ban assault weapons now, ban them now, once and for all. He said, you know, I think he might have read a Dr. Seuss book before he fucking said that or something. <laughs> <laughs> Biden addressed the country in an earlier speech saying that American people would need F-15s, not ARs, to go against the government. Yeah. So if they really felt that way, why are they trying to ban the guns? Why are they trying to do all that shit? If they think that they have enough power to do whatever the fuck they want. Why are they so worried about us having guns? You know what I mean? Because they can't push their agenda. Exactly. So number five, and this is, this is a weird one. The kiss. <laughs> <laughs> First lady to China, Jill Biden and second gentleman, Doug Emoff. The fuck, fucking last name is that? <laughs> Shared a kiss ahead of Biden's speech. The moment immediately went viral on Twitter. One tweet said, Jill Biden just kissed 
Kamala Harris's husband on the list. Lips. Didn't see that one coming. And, you know, I I guess there's more going on in the White House than uh, just policy meetings and shit. Well, you know, fucking uh, Joe doesn't even know where he is half the time. So she's got she's got to go elsewhere to, you know, get a little <laughs> get a little some some. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's it for that article. All right. Well, to light lighten things up in uh, a little. Sorry, Spike. There's a new world's oldest living dog. And he's the oldest ever recorded. Oh, shit. It was only two weeks ago that Spike, a 23-year-old Chihuahua mix from Ohio, was named the oldest living dog. Now, he has been utterly dethroned. Um, Bobby or Bobby, don't know. Now you know, yeah, uh, don't know anymore. At the age of 30 years and 268 days, has been crowned the world's oldest living dog. And the oldest dog to ever live by Guinness World Records. Holy crap. The Portuguese dog, a breed of livestock guardian, guardian, has lived for double his life expectancy of 12 to 14 years, according to the statement from Guinness World Records. In doing so, the pooch uh, spent his life with the Costa family in a village in West Portugal has broken an almost century-old record held by Australian cattle dog, Bluey, who lived for 29 years, five months between 1910 and 1939. While another Australian dog, uh, Chilla, was believed to have lived to the age of 32 years and three days upon the death, her death on March 8, 1983, this was not officially verified. Oh, man. So Bobby's age uh, has been confirmed by the Veterinarian Medical Service and Municipality of Liria and SIAC, a pet database authorized by the Portuguese government. In his old age, Bobby has become less adventurous. He has difficulty walking sometimes, collides with objects because of his poor eyesight, because, you know, deteriorating in old age. And he likes to take naps after his meals and spend most of his time hanging out in the backyard with his cat friends. Nice. So you know, you know all of that, all of that stuff is usually in a dog that you see at, like you said, his expectancy of twelve to fourteen years. So good, f- fucking good for him. Yeah, Jesus no, Christ! I, I hope he continues to live live a very happy and healthy life. You know, yeah, exactly. He, he does have a few little issues, but you know that's that's what getting old. Yeah. Um, you have anything else you need to add? No, that's it for me. All right. So if you're listening to this show, um, for the first time, subscribe to the show or give it a follow depending on the podcast directory you're on. And if you're listening to the show for the 19th time, um, and still haven't fucking followed or subscribed, you should probably get on that. So then you don't got to search for the goddamn show. <laughs> so yeah, get, give his uh, subscriber a follow. You can find us also on Instagram and Twitter at checkers underscore and underscore MJ. Give us a follow there. Give us a comment, a like, all that good stuff. And we are also on truth at the underscore realist underscore uncensored. So you can find us all on those platforms. Um, we will be on YouTube 
fairly shortly. We're trying to get that together. You know, we've got other stuff going on, but oh, yeah. we're, tr- we're trying to get that, that up and running for, um, for the full length episodes, but we'll probably start out with some shorts, see what's out there. And, um, I just have one little thing I'd like to add before we, uh, let all you listeners go. So with all the craziness in this country going on from the way these politicians try to divide us, the American people, the way they don't look out for our best interests as Americans in all categories and just all around don't care about this country or the legal Americans in it, whether you were born here or immigrated here legally, I would just like to leave you with this message. We are in a battle right now that can be won or lost solely by you. Deciding whether you want freedom over your life and decisions or more government control. So choose wisely because it isn't left or right. Who's right or wrong. It's about your life and your freedom and ultimately the next generation's future and freedom. So if you can't decide, look at your children, people, because they are the ones that will prosper or suffer because of our decisions. These corrupt and compromised politicians and super elites are trying to make you believe and want you to believe that they are creating better future for all of us. But in all reality, they are creating our prison cell.